Hello and welcome to Fast Talks. My name is Mikko Tuomala. I'm the marketing director of Fastems and the host of this show. Today in the studios uh, we have Teemu Pekka Ahonen from our product management team and then one of our solution architects Seppo Pyk. Uh, would you guys briefly introduce yourselves so the listeners know who are today here with me? Teemu so, Pekka first. Okay, so uh, my name is Teemu Pekka Ahonen and uh, I'm working at Fastems as a product manager. Fastems history law for, for the past 14 years started from summer trainee and moved progressively to uh, product management duties. Uh, I've been working with industrial robots uh, or actually, uh, practically my whole career. Yeah. Um, besides the automation profession, what other things that you get interested in or do with your spare time? Well, uh, the latest, uh, let's say the latest thing for me has been really to go d- deep dive back into uh, RC cars, so remote uh-huh. controlled cars with my three and a half year old son. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know whether the toys are for me or for the son. So yeah. M- yeah. Maybe for me. Maybe both. Yeah. Okay, then Seppo. So my name is Seppo Pyke. I work here at Fastnames nowadays as a solution architect. I have also roughly 15 years of uh, Fastnames career behind me. Started as a mechanical design engineer and made my way up to software-related matters. I mainly uh, work with our frontline salesmen and with our sales back office and support them in technical matters related to control software. And besides your automation profession, what well, kind of drives you? I, I have fifty year old house, though so I have constantly something to do with that. Okay, so no spare time problems then. Nothing at all. Yeah. All right. So uh, today's topic uh, for our episode is is tool management. Uh, what is it? Why is it relevant? And how to implement tool proper tool management? So let's begin point uh, blank by asking the question. Of, well, what is tool management? What is it that we're talking here? Which one of you guys want to go first and well, first do the definitions? Of, first of all, it's it's really a wide topic because tools are such that they are factory-wide things. So there are quite a many, many matters that uh, are related with the tool management thing. Yes. And I think that in this context today, we're going to talk about um, physical tools and managing the tool data. But we won't be going into the bill of materials of the tool, so practically telling how the tool is built, so which parts are in the tools. That's normally the domain of the TDM systems. Yes. So we're talking about these tool entities and maybe the tool geometric data of the tools. Yes, in how, context. how to manage the data around there. So why then is, is tool management relevant? Why is it an important practice and what can be gained with that? Well, first of all, tools are an important factor in the product quality itself. As yes, the tool, sure. the tool is the one that actually uh, takes the chip out of metal and yeah. and touches the part when it's being manufactured. Yes. So the tool data and the tool quality has a huge impact on the product quality itself. Yes. Yeah. And the, this is also a very, like Seppo already said, that this has a this is a very multi-faced. Uh, topic and and i think that there's a lot of efficiency related matters related also to the tools that that we need to know also that for example that where are the tools what are the tools and and what how to describe these tool individuals and so there's a lot of 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 factors 
contributing to the tool before we can actually even start to use it. So yeah, yeah. So the efficiency is is a big word, and it has to do with production planning, right? Seppo? Well, in a way, yes. So the first thing in in uh, efficiency is that you need to have the tools in the machine in order to produce something. Yeah, so if you don't have the tools, the machine will not run. Sure. And that's uh, the first big lack of efficiency in in a machine shop that the machines stop because of a lacking tool in the magazine. Yeah. So you have to know what tools are necessary and when. In order to play that uh, game it helps to know in in advance which tools are needed and bring those needed tools in the magazine already before the machine actually would require that tool. Yeah, and it def- that when and if that doesn't happen, it's uh, that causes inefficiencies, right? Of course, because if yeah. the tool is not there, the machine will stop, and red light is blinking, and, and the machine waits for the operator to sure. bring the uh, required tool. Sure, so qu- quite straightforward, I would say. And then we come to the kind of the big challenge that okay if we didn't prepare for this that's always a a surprise element that oh now the tool is out so who's gonna do what do we even have the bits and 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 pieces to make a new one and so how to prepare for the consumption of these tools in an efficient way yeah there's the whole discussion and, and, and practice around the offsets and handling those how is that relevant here well, um, if you need to make accurate parts, so the accuracy is uh, below, let's say, 0.3 millimeters or some tenth of millimeters, you need to somehow compensate the tool wear or the inefe- uh, inaccuracies that may happen when the tool is set yeah, up. Exactly. And and the let's say the most traditional way to do is that uh, you first machine and then you measure and then you correct yeah. uh, according to your measurement. These corrections can be either written into the NC program code itself or what would be the better way to use the uh, correct place in the machine tool control where the corrections are written. Yeah. And if you want to make this more efficient, the way how you do it is that you actually measure the tools beforehand, before you put the tools in the machine yes. and then simply feed in the corrections into the machine control as the tools are brought in. Yeah, what was the problem with with the, uh, dealing with this offset with the N- and the, and the NC programs? You mentioned it's better to use the presetter. Why that is the case? Well, first of all, it's uh, quite inefficient when you need to first uh, run a batch of production or, or make one piece and measure and then type yeah. in the corrections as you need to yeah. stop the production while you are doing it. So that's the first first thing of uh, inefficiency there. Yeah, quite self self evident. Um, um what it causes that um if there's no uh, proper tool management it might be that the tool lifetime is not known how how is that a problem well it's a big big challenge in that case that when you think about okay i want to manufacture these parts that i have an order for for example so it's kind of a shot in the dark if you don't know how much you have so you start well, yeah. in the in the tool yeah. so how much tool lifetime you have so then then you go into manufacturing the the start the batch and then somewhere maybe you've done maybe 40% of the batch and then you get a red blinking light that they are out of tool life. So then again, yeah. you get a disruption to the, yes. to the production of the batch. And yeah. the other important factor is the, is then the quality because as the tool wears, the surface quality gets worse. 
Yes. And uh, uh, and you might run up being uh, out of tolerance box with the dimensions. Yeah. And that's even worse because that's something that you not, don't necessarily notice if you are not uh, checking or measuring each part. Okay. So there's a big risk that you actually produce scrap parts uh, without noticing it yeah, that's, when, when the tool life is not under your control. And so it's not only about the delivery performance, but also the quality. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Uh, how about some special situation and, and tool management in those? Um, I've understood that um, product variance has something to do with materials. And, uh, and if, if you have very expensive tools uh, at, at your shop, this might have something to do with, with the relevance of, of tool management. How would you guys elaborate that? Well, I think this is a this is a very interesting topic because it, it's not just the kind of the data level of the management. It is also about how do you supply tools to different kind of machinery, and I think this is where we get down to the automation solutions for yeah, in we'll this tool back management back. context. Come back to that later. Yeah. Yeah, but kind of that. Uh, I think that if there is a if you're really thinking about flexible manufacturing. One of the basic cornerstones is that, for example, in an FMS system, any work can be made on any machine. That's that's a very powerful assumption or a yeah, kind of re routing yeah, yeah, flexibility. Yeah. So you, at, at any given time, you can put any work into any machine, and that basically means that all of the machines have to be equipped to manufacture all of the parts in the system at any given time. And this is a tool challenge, yes, especially if you have uh, expensive special tools. Uh, then you have to equip all of the machine tool magazines with the same high-end special tool, which might end up being costly. Yeah, unless for, you have another yeah. solution for them. Yes. Yeah. That's. How about with the special materials? Well, uh, using special materials leads to high tool consumption, which means that you should be able to equip your machines with a large number of sister tools, because the lifetime of one individual tool might be... Uh, quite short yeah. we can be speaking about uh, minutes there yeah. so in order to make for example an uh, unmanned series or unmanned production overnight uh, would mean that you would need to have hundreds of tools yeah. in your magazine yeah. which yeah. practically is impossible yeah yeah for sure okay quite many reasons um, how would you guys summarize this so if someone says ask you boy blank why tool management is relevant what would be the kind of summary of this all I think it's very important topic also from the process aspect and the quality point of view, like already discussed that I think it's really one of the fundamental machining elements or elements of the machining that, that in the end is giving the right quality and, and, and forms the basis for automation, how to make the tools last in a predictable manner. And so that's that it's really in the core of machining as well. As like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sepp, anything to add? Well, as Teemu Pekka said, it's it's the first source of quality. Yes. And then uh, also the uh, tool management gives some freedom for your production planning. So if you are able to manage your tools in a way that you don't have to carefully plan in which machine you manufacture which part, that gives you quite a bit of freedom in, in your production planning. So you can freely choose the machines that makes the parts, which in turn means that you can uh, increase the utilization rates of the machines. Yes, you can naturally. just simply queue 
work to all of your machines as you can consider them being parallel with each other. Yeah, and even if something should happen, like an accident, you can reroute. Exactly. Yes. So, many good reasons and, and, and motives for, for um, doing good tool management and getting the most out of that domain in your manufacturing. What would be, what would be uh, your guys' suggestions on, on how to do better tool management in practice? What are some steps that one could really take and start to tackle the problems and, and get, get some benefits? Uh, I think that at the, let's say, the very basic level is that, that there is some kind of systematic way to handle this that that you have a you mean a software no i think it goes also deeper into that uh, the the handling of the individual tool bits and 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 so that you have a system in place how you want to develop yep. your tooling yes that's, i think that's the really the basis and on top of which you can then start to implement the softwares and, and hardwares and what what comes later but if you don't have the kind of the basics in place it's difficult to build also the top top of the pyramid then yes yes for sure what do you think Seppo? well it of course depends on the level in which you are currently so if you are still uh, running a test chip and measuring and, and correcting your nc programs i think the first step would be uh, starting to uh, preset your tools outside of of the machine yeah what that what does that require Well, then uh, that would require a presetting device from some of, of the suppliers. But when you have reached that level, then you might consider, for example, having a planning software yeah. that can um, calculate the the estimated tool need already beforehand. Yeah. So you can kind of divide the the rhythm of the tool management from the rhythm of the manufacturing and, yes. and instead of being reactive yeah. start actively producing the tools yeah. before they are actually required yeah. and that software would talk to what other systems or, or devices with preset perhaps well the software uh, is related maybe to presetters but mostly this is uh, then uh, advanced planning software yes and with or without automation hardware Yes, can go both ways. Exactly. Um, how about taking it even further to actually automating the tools? What about what kind of options or, or ways forwards there can be? Well, uh, we propose uh, centralized tool automation or centralized tool systems where the machine tools which are connected to some sort of an automation, like a palette FMS, yes. are connected with each other also uh, from the tool magazines. So all tooling in all connected machines are actually in one large tool magazine. Yeah. And additionally, you have a auxiliary storage capacity. Yeah. So this means that instead of having a tool magazine, magazine of uh, 40 tools or 80 tools or 240 tools, You basically have a tool magazine of two thousand tools or three thousand tools yeah. that you can use. Yes, and how how do you handle that from the software perspective? That sounds like quite a lot of bits and pieces to make work to make work together. Well, there's some work on the basic data side. This uh, control software must know which tools are required for which part. This information usually is automatically extracted from the NC program. And the uh, software needs to plan the work in advance. But after that, 
the miracle happens automatically, so there's not much of an extra work for the operators. Yes. The system knows which is currently made where and is capable of delivering the right tools into the right machine just on time before they are required. And the system also knows about the wares of those tools. Oh, yes. The lifetime. Yeah. The lifetime and the, it might know the uh, geometrical data of the tools. There are other ways for handling the geometrical data as well as using RFID chips. Yeah. There you can go in many ways depending on the on the overall situation at your factory. And this also helps kind of the, or using a centralized tool tool storage helps you reduce the amount of unnecessary uh, tool transfers manually. So or manual tool tool transfer. So you don't have people taking tools from the machines to the presetting room and back on 20 machine tools. You might have only one access point to the centralized magazine that might even be right next to the tool room. So you have a, only one place to input and output used and, and new tools into the system. And that is a big, big benefit as well from the, from the, elimination of unnecessary yeah. movement yeah yeah so sounds like it all boils down to the uh, efficiency that we began the discussion with and and uh, being able to manage tools as, as resources in the production and uh, have, having control over things and not getting surprises of of, of uh, uh, broken or missing tools or wearing tools wearing out in the middle of, of the program um how would a company could then get started with with pedal tool management? I think we already somehow discussed that, but let's break it down into really practical things. That how could a, a machining shop uh, take the first steps in 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 getting their tool management in order or to a better shape? Well, one of the first steps could be kind of to first think about okay, how could I make this improve this? Thinking about the tapers that that you're using, different kind of tool shanks. Is there room for standardization in there that helps as well? Yeah. And then maybe, like Seppo already said, that think about this presetting, pre using a, of a presetter, which contributes heavily to elimination of, of manual errors in the tool data. So if you're, if you're really trying to make a very accurate uh, production down to the thousands of a millimeter, the, it, yeah. it has a big effect where yeah. the comma is in the value. So yes, yes, uh, and then also the damages could be kind of really heavy. So so what kind of damages are we talking about with, so the, with the comma it, mistake? What, so what it, can it, the, it, so it, in the worst case, the the spindle has a has a wrong value in the tool and it drives against the chuck or or a, or a fixture and. Kind of, that's a big loud bang that none of the shop owners want to hear. Yeah, and then you got at least the machine is broken and the tool is yeah, broken yeah, and maybe even the parts. Yeah. yeah, so even the fixtures, which are also yes. uh, very expensive, high accuracy devices that need to need to stay in order. So that that would be one one step to start using the presetter and and eliminate the human error from this uh, typing of these yeah. tool values. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. Then mm. next steps. What, what do you say? Well, if Just you if you have a presetter, then the next step could, might be, for example, investment on automation, like our FPC or RobotCell with the control software properties, where you can uh, handle these geometrical values with comma and four digits after yes. that automatically. So you reduce the uh, the typing errors to the minimum. 
And then step after that would then be automating the whole tool transfer with centralized tool storage system. Yeah. What kind of companies, uh, because we, we do um, quite many tool handling uh, systems and cases, and what, what kind of companies typically go after these solutions? Well, the centralized tool storage uh, are worthy when you have some more machines connected in the same automation system. So it's like approximately how many? Let's say four, four or five. Yeah. starting with yeah. and then uh, well companies that uh, require a lot of tools are either subcontractors with uh, loads and loads of different parts they need to make okay so, so there's a variance variance yeah or uh, companies that manufacture different uh, or difficult materials yeah such as such as uh, aviation technology yeah for example. yeah that's that's a good example Um, I've understood that tool management uh, can be also um, arranged without the automation, and I'm meaning here the scheduling part. Uh, would you guys elaborate that a little bit also around the workshop operation topic? Sure. So, so uh, that very well. yes. Uh, so uh, our controls of the MMS can be utilized also without automation hardware in in one type of an MES solution. Calculating yes. the work queues in advance for manually operated machines. And also these manually operated machines can be connected to the control system with the uh, with the tool uh, data management yeah. software modules. Okay. Which means that uh, for standalone machines, the control software is able to firstly calculate which tools are needed in yeah. advance. Sure. And if wanted, also to be used for transferring the tool data into the machine tool control. Yeah, but that sounds like a lot. Well, that is a lot. You get loads of the benefits of the automation system without the investment on the automation hardware. Yeah. And this, of course, can be also put into use in such a processes that cannot be easily automated. All right, it's time to wrap up this episode of um, tool, tool management. Um, I at least learned a lot here. And um, uh, it sounds that there's a lot, a lot to gain uh, with, with tool Uh, good tool management and um, there are also some quite uh, quite easy uh, wins that you can have here like Lesepo mentioned uh, before. Now if you would like to learn more about uh, our resources you can uh, access our YouTube our other podcasts and our blog at fastems.com slash blog um, I'm at this point I thank you for listening and also thank our guests today Teemo Pekka and thank Lesepo you. Thank you. Yeah, My name is Mikko Tomal Thank you